time in history, millions gathered around a television set. But you're not strong enough yet, are you? You can't do it all from here. That's why you need this. You need something more powerful. This will turn a big transmitter into a big receiver. What a clever thing you are. But why fret about it? Why not just relax? Kick off your shoes and enjoy the coronation. Believe me, you'll be glued to the screen. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. We're talking about a Doctor Who episode with... David Tennant. <laughs> David Tennant. Oh yeah, that doctor that no one remembers. <laughs> um, the Idiot's Lantern. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. Idiot's Lantern is about... Uh, they wind up in 1953 London when they expect it to be in 1956, wherever the Ed Sullivan show was filmed. New York City. Okay. Um, right um, before the coronation of Elizabeth II. And there are faceless people being stolen from their homes by men in black in the middle of the night. Men in black. Did I explain that? Oh, that was just the men in black. They were just yeah, men in yeah. black suits. Okay. This episode mm. was written by Mark Gatiss. Yeah. Yeah. And at the time, I was like looking forward to, at, by this point, in the, <laughs> I was looking forward to the guest writers because I knew they would be better than what Russell T. Davis was doing. But maybe not. Yeah. Not, um, not my favorite episode. So I, I love the, this setting because the technology, the old TVs, the, the idea, it, it's kind of, you know, it, it kind of attracted my attention. When I saw the trailer, I was like, you know, oh, wow, this is going to be really cool because, you know, old TVs being possessed by some alien tech and it's, you know, zapping people and stuff, and I kind of like that. Um, and uh, Alexander Pallas and the whole historical aspect of it and everything. And so that element of it I liked, but I don't know. Something about this that just felt like it wasn't really there. I don't know if they had the really... I mean, they set it near the Alexander Palace, but I, I felt like it, it just was hard to believe that it was taking place back in time. I don't know. I thought the set looked real. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just didn't I didn't like the storyline. Yeah. It wasn't that bad of a storyline except if they kept it the doctor trying to fight the wire instead of the the, the father being such a such a jerk. Yeah, they had the boy, they really pushed that. Um, I I, I I remember, I vaguely remember the father being abusive, and then, but it was pretty bad, and, you know, it's like, okay, Russell, I, I'm, I'm getting the message, but we, we, you know, I guess that was the main part of this, that was the character element of this story, and I didn't think it really, I, I don't know. I, it I, just I, didn't need to be there. Yeah, well. It didn't need that as over the top as that they made it. It, it could have been there, but it, it was. I think it was too much. Um, but there's some good. I, I like some of the imagery, and then I, I like the um, the the 
you know, the noise upstairs, the grandmother bumping, bumping the, the, the wall or whatever. When we first reveal the faceless people like her, the grandmother and stuff like that, I thought there was some good stuff. I thought some of the mood was good. The, the you know, the cinematography, the music, um, there's a lot of good things in it. Um, even when we see the faceless people, their hands are still moving. <laughs> like, you know, it's just kind of, it is creepy. It was creepy, yeah, that, that part was creepy. I, I found the actual alien, the wire, to oh. just be annoying. Hungry! Yeah. I, it, 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 like, when she was just being the lady on the television talking, she's pretty creepy. Yeah. But then she started screaming and, or yelling, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I prefer aliens that don't have to... S- stop and go, hi doctor, how you doing? Now let's talk about what I'm going to do. I'd rather it have been some sort of uh, just a, a presence that was pulling people's you know, faces or whatever and, and, and the doctor would defeat it. It doesn't have to, like, you know, in Spirit Heaven's Base, the, um, I guess the Ness team does talk to the doctor at one point. Yeah. But they're not a, a lot. That's such a tired trope in yeah. in, in any, you know, movie or TV show where there's a good guy and a bad guy, the bad guy always has to stop and explain himself. And it's like, yeah. just do your bad guy stuff. I w- yeah. <laughs> I wish that ha- had been the case in this one. I wish they hadn't gone into so much. And, and then she, you know, I, I don't know. It, it wasn't that part of it, I think, was a weakness. Um, I thought the doctor was, was pretty good in this. He definitely did show you know, anger and intolerance towards the the dad, the yeah. bullying dad, and mm-hmm. I, I I I'm I'm not a big fan of Rose in this. I know she disappears through half of them. You know, and, and that's yeah, she good. Just doesn't talk, but she's tr- you know too bossy. Too bossy. They're in the house, and she's like really doesn't like the the dad, so she's really going on, and, and not very effectively. I, I um. I felt like I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know they were, what they were trying to do, but it was kind of like you basically came down to this time and just to berate someone in their own home because you know. And I get yeah, that. Put the flag up upside down or whatever. Yeah, she was going on and on about that, and it's like you know, just shop. <laughs> yeah. But um, when the doctor did it, it was a, maybe a little bit better because it was. It felt like you know. Yes, it felt like she was sort of um, trying to go further than the doctor was going when it came to telling people what to do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I think that happened a lot. Too. Yeah. I think she always... I, I do she like... She was getting really cocky. I do like the ending where she tells the kid, go after him because he's your dad and stuff like that. And I, I thought that was a little bit of redemption and obviously it's kind of a a throwback to her dad where she's like geez right. you know he still has his dad where I don't you know type thing and so I, I thought that redeemed it a little bit yeah so there's a couple of good I mean <sighs> I have two notes here one was um, when the wire dies she's <laughs> like screaming and then it turns into the tone of the TV which I thought was really you know that that, that yeah uh, the end of the day thing yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. And I also have a, a note when all everyone's face was being sucked into the TV, 
the dog's face was also going like that. That was, and I thought that was stupid. I was like, <laughs> yeah, why, why would the dog be watching TV? Well, it was. The wire yeah, just wanted watched. brain energy. Yeah. Didn't care what kind. But the dog was like, <laughs> I don't know. When, when you watch a story that you're not into it as much, you, you find stuff like that. Yeah, you notice all the things that are annoying. Um, this episode I've never really had a good grasp on, on whether or not I liked it or not. I thought there was some good stuff in it, but it, it's it's one that's forgettable. I've only watched it a few times. I think it's this is toward the point. Even though I like this season a lot, this is one of those episodes that I haven't watched too often because it's kind of like yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's that one I always. If it's on BBC America, I'll probably have it on in the background. But it's not one I would. Oh, I gotta watch this one. Yeah. Um, it was filmed ne film near Alexander Palace, which is the place that was one of the first TV stations. Um, so that's kind of neat. Um, oh, I got some notes here on casting. One of the 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 boy, yeah, Tommy, it was supposed to be um, Holt. What's his name? Nathaniel Holt. Oh, um, Nicholas. Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. It was supposed to be. A Christopher Eccleston episode. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, Nicholas Holt was supposed to play Tommy, and Tommy was supposed to have a crush on the doctor. Yes, okay. I do remember it. I don't know if I wrote that And I don't know why Eccleston didn't film it, because it was supposed to be a season one episode. Hmm. I don't know why they didn't film it with him. Maybe somebody wasn't available. I don't know. Maybe Eccleston was like, I'm done. Yeah. But the actor that they do get to play Tommy, he plays... Teenage Davros and the Big Finish. Does he really? Yeah. Not that. I don't. I didn't know that. I just read about it. And then uh, Tommy's grandma is Megan Jones, or plays Megan Jones in the episode "Free from the Deep," way back in Patrick Troughton's era. Yeah. So I'm like, that's kind of neat. Uh, other things of note are the Magpie brand of TV that's used. Is appears in a lot of other episodes like The Sound of Drums, Voyage of the Damned, um, Power of the Daleks, the animated. They put it into that. Did they really? Yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but I read about it. Oh, that's kind of neat. So that's kind of neat. Um, hmm. And this is, yeah, Alexander Palace was the location of the first regular public TV service in, in Britain. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the guy who played the dad looked familiar, but um, I think he probably just looks like a lot of English character actors because oh, yeah. he's—I mean—he's in EastEnders, and I don't watch EastEnders. Hmm. Um, the, the yeah, way over the top. I mean, I—I I, I guess you know the argument is well, there are people like that, and you know, okay, but do we have to? I—I I don't know, and maybe maybe because I'm gotten older, but. I want a, a level of escapism. I don't want to have to be watching some abusive <laughs> family and, yeah. you know, oh, well, they persevere at the end and they get they kick the guy out and everyone's cheering and that's what Russell T. Davis wants. And I'm just kind of like... And that would not have been the case in 1953. No, no, no. I mean, you just didn't... Um, I mean, she might have divorced the guy, but... She probably would have gone to, lived in some other area. Well, it was her house. 
It was her oh, mother's right, house. Her mother's yeah, house. so right. I, I think that would have been, that could have potentially been the case. But right, right, right. Yeah. The mother who he calls a filthy, disgusting thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was I mean, he was such a caricature of a, of a crap husband. Yeah, it was way too over the top. Yeah. It was like, there's no gray area. You're like, oh, okay, he's a bad guy. And then at the end, he's like, use your father. And it's like, I expect him to him, like, like hit him and hit the kid in the head. Don't so stop following me. It's like, of course, he's that bad. Right. You know, you either say he's bad and then stick with it, or you say, well, maybe he's not that bad, but you don't go, you know, filthy. You know, it's like, wait a minute, you're 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 go to a loony bin. You, you don't belong out in the streets. It yeah. Was just way too much. Yeah. I blame that on Russell T. Davis. Does Russell T. Davis have father issues? I blame it on uh, Chris Chibnall. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris Chibnall. Chibnall. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know. I always have to blame it on the current uh, producer of the show. Eurus <laughs> Lynn directed this episode, and he also... He did a lot. He, I think he also directed um, The End of the World. He did. I like him as a director. Um, he, he, he doesn't do the show anymore, I don't think. I don't think so, though. No. I think after this season or so, he started doing other stuff. Anything else about this one? No, not really. Not one of my favorites. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening.